Hi there, this is Watchin, and you are now listening to the I Choose the Ladder podcast, a podcast for Black women on the corporate climb. Hi, everyone, and Happy New Year. It's crazy to me that we are already in 2019. I feel like 2018 just kind of flew by, um, and it was a it was an interesting year. It was a, it was a good year, um, and so I thought that I would start off the year with a podcast on... Um, the things that I want to leave in 2018 and the things that I want to bring in 2019 with me. Um, as you guys know, I spent quite a bit of time this summer talking to, to some phenomenal black women. And these are just um, the lessons that I've learned from them and things that I want to do more of as it pertains to my life and career. And the life things end up impacting my career things and the career things end up impacting my life things. And so I thought I would just do one list. So it's six things that I want to leave in 2018 or do less of in 2019. And then I have a list of six things that I want to either start doing in 2019 or just do more of in 2019 because I think that it makes me a fuller, happier, more balanced person. So you all know that I like lists, and without further ado, we'll start with the things that I want to leave behind in 2018. The first thing that I want to leave is procrastination, and I know that um, a lot of people have um, challenges with procrastination, and I think for me, is because I know that it will get done, right, and it'll get done at a at a level that I can be proud of, but it also a lot of times comes with anxiety and me trying to rush and, and me rushing other people and me thinking that I have to, enough time to do this, that, and the other. I end up wasting a lot of time. My um, friend and I did a fast for the last two weeks of the year to pray about things that we want to see come to pass in 2019. And I fasted from social media from six to six. And I am so shocked at how productive I was. Like, I didn't realize how much I use social media as kind of a distraction to keep me from doing the things that I need to do. Um, and so for me, one of the key things that I want to leave is procrastination in, in 2018. It's not coming to 2019, leaving it right there in 2018. The second thing that I want to leave, um, it's putting off the things that I don't want to do. So not even procrastinating about it, but like there is an email that I need to send and I just don't want to send it. For whatever reason, I'm like, I don't feel like doing this. And I've had the list of people that I need to reach out to for a good three or four months and I just don't want to do it. So I put it off. I convince myself that it's not as important. I convince myself that when I get to it, it'll be fine. But I think for me, what I found is the things that I don't want to do, if I do them first, it makes my day a lot smoother. And so, especially when it comes to things that have to do with revenue generation, I tend to kind of put those things off. And maybe it's because of a fear of some kind of, you know, whatever the feedback may be, which nothing bad ever happens, but I want to put that to rest, right? Do the things that you need to do first, even if you don't necessarily love doing them so that you could, I can free myself up to do the things that I really want to be doing um, with the rest of my day. The third thing that I want to leave in 2018 is second-guessing my instincts. So when it comes to new hires or career choices or new projects or people to work with, Typically, my first instinct is right, whether it's around you know taking a new job or saying yes to being a part of a committee or taking on other responsibilities. I think 
just being in tune with my instincts because it's very rare that I feel a way about something or somewhere or an opportunity where I'm wrong. There have been a few times where I've been pleasantly surprised, but I think for me, second guessing my instinct and feeling like someone else's opinions or or thoughts on a move that I need to make in my life, whether it be professionally, personally, romantically, carries more weight than mine. So stop second guessing my instincts because they are typically right. The fourth thing that I um, want to leave in 2018, I can't even, like I'm getting anxiety saying it, but my fear of commitment, like I think I'm start the episode, I may not have said that, is I'm recording this episode from an apartment um, that I just moved into about two weeks ago and it is amazing, but it's also my seventh apartment in seven years. I've moved every single year for the last seven years and um, at some point I feel like, you got to sit still. And so because I wanted to leave my fear of commitment in 2018, I actually signed a two-year lease. Whoop, whoop, go me. So that means that I'll be in this space for at least two years. And hopefully that'll be a catalyst um, to committing to other things more fully and other people more fully. Um, But I just, I don't know where the fear of commitment comes from. I don't like being tied down. I don't like being... um, not tie down, that sounds real trifling. I don't like uh, not having options. And so for me, there's something that stops me from fully committing to most things and people just because I like options. And I think that for 2019, I want to see what a fully committed watching looks like. Um, the fifth thing that I want to leave in 2018 is making excuses for people. I think I find that because I don't like to be disappointed. So in business situations, um, career situations, I tend to make excuses for people um, or try to um, find ways to make people's actions make sense. And so I think I was talking to one of my friends, Thomas, earlier in this year, and he was talking about the kinds of business associates there are. And one of the ones that he... um, he mentioned was like the people who waste your time and they're not malicious, but they want to like meet with you all the time. They make promises around things that they're going to do and it never actually materializes. And for me, I make excuses. Oh, they got real busy or cause I get real busy or just a bunch of other things. And for me, it's about trying to be more intentional about seeing things and people for who they present themselves to be until there's a different picture as opposed to deciding for them by making excuses, um, excuses for for them and um, how they choose to show up in our relationship. Now, this doesn't mean that that's how they show up everywhere, but seeing our interactions um, for what they are as opposed to um, trying to explain away um, some, some, some actions that impact me. Also, I a bonus part of that is to stop letting people waste my time, right? If I know that someone is not consistent, someone doesn't live up to their word, or someone doesn't um, doesn't do the things that they say, making sure that I adjust my actions in the way that I engage with them appropriately so that um, we can still maintain some kind of a, of a relationship, a cordial relationship where there are no hard feelings on either side, but that I also have the time and the room in my calendar to dedicate to the people and the things that are actually um, helping to move um, both of our objectives forward. And the last thing that I want to leave in 2018 is saying yes. Like some of you guys know that I did a year of yes, where I challenged myself to say yes to things um, that, you know, scared me and different trying new things. And what I found is that I yesed myself out of my own life. 
I said yes to so many things that I didn't necessarily have room in my calendar for the things that I wanted to focus on and the projects that I wanted to focus on. And so for me now, 2019 is about a selective yes and making sure that the things that I say yes to align with the career and personal objectives that I have for myself. So um, my therapist, which I'll talk about in the things that I'm taking with me in 2019, um, in conversation, we realized that over all these years, while I've accomplished a lot of things, I've done a lot of things, what I've also managed to do is create a life that doesn't have any real room for me. And so 2019 is about trying to create space so that I can exist in my own life in a way that feels fulfilling and rich and, and fun and, um, creating a life that I actually like want to live every day with people that I actually want to share that with on projects that I'm actually excited about working, working on. So I'm leaving the word yes in 2018. So if I say no to you, it's not personal. It's that I just need to make room for myself in my own life. So enough of the things that I'm leaving in 2018. Now to the things that I'm taking with me in 2019. And the very first one is my therapist. I was so fortunate in that I found a therapist here in Chicago. Um, she is a black woman and she is able to get me to think about things in ways that I've never considered. She asks me questions that I've never thought about. And it's, it's crazy to me. You guys know like I ask people questions for a living. Like that's all I do is ask people questions. And so the fact that I've met someone who's able to ask me questions that I've never considered that then lead to really big perspective shifts in my life um, has been invaluable to me. Like for example, the realization that like in looking at my calendar, I was not a priority in my own life. And so it made sense that I wasn't going to the gym regularly and I wasn't taking care of myself and I wasn't going out to see the world and living outside of just like my career stuff. And in talking to the women um, over the interviews for the podcast this summer, a lot of them were very clear that they prioritized their interests and their things outside of work, which then helped them become better in the workplace. And for whatever reason, it just never clicked until I sat in the chair one day and I was like, oh yeah, like if cooking a meal for yourself um, is a chore because you don't have time, you have to squeeze it in, it's pretty clear that like your priorities are misaligned. And so you need to figure out how you can make room for yourself in your life because you should be the most important person in your life. And so my therapist, like one of my goals is to make sure I don't miss a session in all of 2019 because based on the work that we did in just one quarter and the changes that I've seen, I'm so excited to see what will happen both in my career and in my personal life um, if I'm consistent and I go and talk to her on a weekly basis. Um, second thing, asking. Um, I think we talked about this on my first episode. I hate asking for things and I don't know why because I'm not someone who people say no to often, right? Usually when I ask for things, it's, um, people will say yes. And one of my friends was like, well, maybe you, you're not asking for big enough things or you like, you're so scared to ask that you tend to like downplay, um, the things that you ask for. And I actually don't think that that's it. I ask for big things when I have to all the time, right? But when it comes to asking for things for me, it makes it really, really hard to make the ask. And I think, I've been pleasantly surprised based on the work that I've done with my therapist. When I've asked for things um, in the the recent past, 
The answers have been yes. And it's things that in my mind were huge, but the people who I, who I asked it, like, it was like, Oh, okay. Like we can make that happen. And especially as it pertains to like money. Right. And so I think for me, it's boldly being bolder and asking, um, as it pertains to revenue and revenue generation, um, in 2019 is something that I want to be very, um, very intentional about and making sure that I'm doing more of it, even when it scares me and especially when it scares me. So when there's a number that I'm asking for that I'm like, oh my God, this sounds crazy. Making sure that those are the times when I do make the asks, because I think I'll be pleasantly surprised at, um, at what happens. And I have some pretty aggressive financial goals, uh, for my career in 2019. And the only way that I'm going to get there is by opening up my mouth and asking. And so I want to do more asking, um, and granted, not just like, asking for everything and anything, but like asking for the things that matter and understanding that like there is value that I provide. And so being okay with saying like, this is what it costs to be able to do these things. And that's both from my job, the projects that I work on, the events that I put on, um, just making sure that I'm um, valuing things at um, what they should be valued at and not being, and being unapologetic about that. Um, the third thing that I want to take into 2019 with me is being strategic. Now, anybody who knows me knows that I always have a plan. I think things through. Um, the event that we're working on in March, um, we've been thinking strategy-wise um, in terms of you know how we want it to do, the impact that we want to have, the people that we want to reach, how we're going to reach them. And I think for me, it helps me be more um, impactful in my work. Um, I have um, a friend, Brittany, and I met on... Oh, it was last week and literally planned out my entire year. We planned out Brittany's entire year uh, about, you know, the kind of work that we want to do, the kind of revenue that we wanted to generate. And then we took it a step further and like divided it into the things that we're doing, right? And how much revenue each one of those things needs to generate for us to hit that goal. And so going into 2019, I have zero ambiguity around like what kinds of work I need to be doing, what kinds of things I'm going to be doing and the things that I'm saying no to. Um, and then what each of those things in terms of revenue needs to generate in order for me to continue to do them. Um, and no matter how much people love them, right? If it doesn't at the end of the day, when you're running your career and your business, if it doesn't make sense for you for the bottom line, eventually like you have to stop and spend more time on doing things that, you know, make more sense for you and the life that you want to create. And so for me, it's being strategic and moving forward with a plan. And granted, the plan can be edited, but at least there is a roadmap that I can then tweak along the way, but I'm not just out there like doing, um, throwing stuff in the air and seeing like what sticks. It's like, here's the plan. Here's how we're moving forward. Here's who we need to talk to. Here's the team that I need. Um, here are the employees that um, I need to help. Here's employee development that needs to happen. And so going through all of that ahead of time so that when I'm in execution mode, the strategy is always like aligned with the work that we're doing on the day-to-day. Um, the fourth thing that I want to bring with me is community building. Like you don't understand how much joy I've gotten from doing I Choose a Ladder this year. And as something that came along is just something that I wanted to do for me and my close close friends to seeing like the amazing things that we have coming in 2019. My mind is blown. Like there's no way that I could have seen any of this. And it's all possible because of my community, right? The first 40 women that I interviewed for season one of the podcast, they came because people who are in my community heard about the concept and were like, yes, this is great. We will help you, right? We'll give you, you should talk to this person, this person, this person, this person. And now it's turned into something that I think 
we all who listen and we all who are part of the Facebook community um, get a lot of um, value from, and I know that I get a lot of value from it. And so um, making sure that I'm also pouring into my community because I do have a community that is very intentional about pouring into me. And so I want to take that with me and grow it even more um, in uh, 2019. And I have some aggressive, not aggressive, well, aggressive for me, but I have some aggressive goals around like how large I want the community to get in 2019 and the things that I want to do for the community and the things that I want the community to do for each other. And so, yeah, um, community, building community, nurturing community, looking forward to taking that with me in 2019. Um, the fifth thing, yeah, fifth um, thing that I want to take into 2019 with me is boundaries. And I know most of the time when people talk about boundaries, they're usually talking about boundaries with other people. The boundaries that I'm going to focus on are the boundaries that I set with myself. Because if I can't enforce boundaries that I set with myself, I'm probably not going to be able to enforce boundaries with other people. Um, this came about, I was talking to my therapist about, um, about grace and me needing to give someone grace. And she, in in our conversation, it came up or it was uncovered that I'm really, really hard on myself and I don't really give myself much grace. And so she said that it is hard to give to people what you don't already give to yourself or what you don't have. And so for part of 2019, uh, I'm sorry, the part of 2018, I worked on being a lot kinder to myself and extending more grace to myself. So when I, I was at work and I was tired and I was doing all these things, normally I would push through, right? I would be miserable, but I would push through even if things didn't necessarily need to be done immediately. And during Q, Q4 of last year, I was like, you know what? You need a day where you just sleep and it's okay. And you don't feel guilt about it. And you don't, you don't beat yourself up about it. Like, and I took those days over. I was off for about a week and a half, um, for the holidays and I only did work two of those days. That is not the normal, the norm for me, right? Typically, I'd be like, what can I get done? What can I get done? What can I do? What can I do? What have I waited the last minute on that, <laughs> that now I now have to rush and get it done? And so I think for me, the boundaries that I've set with myself around like how often I'm going out, right? How often I'm eating out, how often I'm working out, um, how often I'm doing things just for the joy of it versus um, because I have to do it, right? Boundaries around certain nights of the week, like Sundays are sacred nights for me. I need to do a lot of things on Sunday nights. So creating boundaries for myself first, um, and then hopefully that will help me become better about articulating my boundaries and enforcing my boundaries with other people. But first it starts with me and like thinking through what things in my life. Cause right now I just, I do what I want. Hashtag, like, literally that's my hashtag. I do what I want and that's all fine and good. But the results that I'm getting from doing what I want and kind of, um, letting myself just like be like, ah, whatever I'm not necessarily happy with. And so I'm going to start with some boundaries for myself. I have some pretty simple boundaries, um, for myself and then we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then the last thing that I want to take into 2019 with me and be more loving about and more intentional about is me. Um, I think that as a person, I'm just norm naturally wired to think about other people first, right? I'm someone who, for the people that I love, I will give you my last dollar. I will give you the shirt off my back. You can come and stay. Well, you could have come and stay, but now that I have this new apartment that I really love, nobody can spend a night for like the first 30 days because I just, I just need this space to myself. Um, but I will give you everything. And my family will tell you that. My close friends will tell you that. Um, 
But I also need to extend that same kind of kindness and love to myself. And so I'm taking me, I'm prioritizing me. Um, and it's part of why I'm saying no, because if I say no to things that are just kind of eh, I can say yes to things that bring me more joy and bring me more happiness, which then allows me to do the things that I want to do for other people. Um, from a different mindset and a different energy. And so for me, I'm, um, I'm bringing me because I think that if I'm happy and if I'm whole and if I'm healthy, that I can be a lot more of value and a lot more of service um, to the projects that I work on, the partners that I work with, and the jobs that I do, and the people that I love, um, and the boo that I'm going to love at some point in 2019. Um, but yeah, so just bringing me into 2019... Um, and making sure that I am at the top of my list. Um, and we'll see what happens, man. I have some super crazy aggressive goals for 2019. When I hit them, there's going to be a big old party uh, somewhere. Not, It's probably not going to be a party. It's going to be like a brunch or something. But I'm really looking forward to this year. I feel like for a lot of the people within my tribe, 2018 was a year of doing self-work. And I, I think, I'm hopeful, I have a feeling that that self-work has now allowed us all to like open space in our hearts and in our minds and in our lives to actually receive the things that we desire. And so I really think that 2019 is going to be life-changing. I think that people are going to start seeing their dreams manifest in their careers, in their lives. And I'm just so, 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 so looking forward to celebrating people, um, celebrating our community, celebrating the I Choose a Ladder community, getting to spend more time with the people and the women who are part of the I Choose a Ladder community. And just like record-breaking, life-changing years, both in finances, in health, in love, in life. And in career. And so um, I know that you guys already started this conversation in the Facebook group, but if you want to share some of the things that you are leaving in 2018 and some of the things that you are bringing with you in 2019, join us in our Facebook group um, at I Choose a Ladder or on Instagram at I Choose a Ladder. And until next time, thank you for listening.